0: Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Erin Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast.
0: And we are coming to the end. The thousand years that we have waited are over, uh, according to the song that is very connected to Twilight now. Uh-
1: <laughs> I feel bad for that girl, because like, it's a decent song, it's but very- it is a Twilight song now. It is
0: a very good song. I worked the movie theater. <laughs> That's a weird way saying I worked at the movie theater... Well, almost all the Twilights came out, mm-hmm. so I've seen the end of all of them, and I heard that song so many times. And I'm like, this is a good song. It's a like, good
1: wedding song.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just unfortunate because it had this it had this grander forever feel. They're like ah, put into Twilight, and there's a lot of songs there in Twilight, but this one, like it was, it's over the montage at the end. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's such now. When I when I hear it, I'm like, It's oh, the Twilight song. That's the, that's the Twilight song. I don't think it was written for Twilight.
1: I don't think so, because all of her songs kind of have that feel to them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh.
0: Anyway, this is the end of Twilight. We have... It took us years. Literally. Like, <laughs> because we did one and then took a break. I think
1: uh, we did one in, like, 2016.
0: Oh, it, it, it was... Yeah, no, it wasn't our 100th episode. It was like our 69th or something. Yeah, it was
1: somewhere after the first first two seasons of yeah. Riverdale maybe.
0: So I uh I did actually something in the middle of this and I did actually go back and watch it again. Uh just cuz I want to remember what my thoughts were at the beginning mm. of Twilight cuz we're we're kind of talking about the whole saga in general.
1: And I want to say this is objectively speaking a better movie than the first Twilight. It is
0: what I said to Aaron after I watched it and we met up, I said, this film is quite possibly my favorite film in the franchise and the one that infuriates me the most.
1: It's a really well directed and it's beautiful. Yep. And Kristen Stewart plays vampire Bella way better than human Bella. It's like all of Bella's standoffishness and like obtuseness and lack of facial expressions work yeah, when she's like, a vampire.
0: It's, it's like she said, I've... <sighs> I was born to be a vampire, which I can't help but cringe at.
1: And that's really tragic and horrifying, Bella.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not uh, something
1: to be proud of, my friend. It's
0: not. It's, there's a lot in this film that it is both a movie that feels like it wants to say so much, but really it doesn't actually want to say all those things.
1: And you know what? This is my favorite moment in a fantasy series. When the world expands, when we get to meet other creatures from yeah, the world.
0: We, they they start to try to clarify all of the world building we'd seen hints of in the previous four movies. God, four. It's in just
1: th- unfortunate that they decided to expand their world. And, you know, we got to meet Amazonian vampires and British vampires. And- we didn't actually meet
0: any British We We met a vampire who very much was not British.
1: No, we met... um uh alistair he's british
0: oh my god he is all right he was made in
1: 1300 yep. his father was trying to make him the next charlemagne wow that went poorly did they
0: say that in the movie
1: i don't even know if they said it in the book
0: <laughs> i think i just made that up
1: no i looked it up because i was trying to figure out the import of his character yeah uh and that's what we come to they introduced us to all of these vampires from all of these different places, and we got to learn a little bit about sex, and we learned about nomads, who are we, people who are not associated with clans. We learned
0: about the magic system of the world. We learned about all these things, and then they're like, okay, series is over, bye!
1: Like, all of it means nothing.
0: And and I think I've said this many times as we've done this Twilight beat-by-beat uh, beat breakdown. I understand it's a romance, and that's cool, and you do the romance, but if you're doing that, you can't introduce all these other things and then be like, "Oh, but it's not about that." When those things are, let's be absolutely clear, a hundred times more interesting than your romance.
1: So, Shonda McGuire is a fantasy writer, and her books have elements of romance. They're, they're not really what they're about, but she is so. Into her own world. Yeah. Like, she writes all of these short stories about, like, secondary characters and tertiary characters. It's like she writes fan fiction about her own stories. Which is great. And I wish that Stephanie Meyer was that. Because I would love to read a short novel about Benjamin. Or about Alistair becoming a vampire <laughs> in 1300. Well,
0: we, we, we made the joke of, in Eclipse that Eclipse was a movie of better movies. And the thing that, once again, it's been, like... I can't speak that closely on the books of how much all the things we're getting here follows the book. They're so flimsily added that makes me feel like they are things that maybe the book went into a little bit more. But you had two you you split this book in two parts and it still feels unfinished. Let's get into this. Because we are in a we are in a version of Twilight that's gonna have like weird superpowers and uh this deep lore of this like like kind of vampire civil war that's brewing and all these things cause Aaron this is the end this is the Twilight Saga first class I mean Breaking Dawn part 2
1: Twilight something something
0: Okay, we begin... Without
1: with- a voiceover. No, we do without a
0: voiceover. We begin with the full credits of the movie. We get we, we get shots <laughs> of the Pacific Northwest, and they do all the actors, and then the costume designers, the editors. I was watching, like, oh, God. They're filling time.
1: And it's as the vampire virus takes over Bella's body, I think. I think that's what the credits are overlaid yeah, over.
0: Well, no, it's some metaphors there, because yeah. what you're actually seeing is you're seeing ice form on... Mm. Uh, so it's not to be taken literally because this entire movie is waiting for the winter to come essentially
1: and uh, also I'm just going to point out this is the shortest Twilight movie
0: it is the shortest Twilight movie so I and uh, it's a shortest Twilight movie that Feels like there should be more in it, but they're wasting time at the beginning doing like, ah, here is a full... Like, you remember when you watch movies from the 1990s or 1980s and they do the credits at the beginning? Mm -hmm. This is that. It's like they're trying to do the Watchmen thing, but not good.
1: Oh, the Watchmen credits are so good. Yeah,
0: these aren't. But then we come back into... Bella, right where we left off, with vampire eyes, which apparently are zoom lenses.
1: And, yeah, she, her <laughs> eyesight is excellent. Mm-hmm. And, um, she likes being a vampire. She likes the way she looks. She looks at herself <laughs> in the mirror and is like, ah, I'm so hot now that I'm a vampire. Yeah,
0: there, there's something about...
1: To be <laughs> fair, she was emaciated before she became a vampire. Yes. So she may just be like, flesh! <laughs> I have flesh!
0: Yeah, this these past, uh, two weeks have been rough on me. Uh, I don't know, the thing is that whenever somebody turns someone to look in the mirror and they're a vampire, that always ends badly. Like, the, <laughs> the visual language is not great <laughs> in this scene. And we'll, we'll sort of get here this goes on to essentially her having to very quickly, like, yo, you just turned into a vampire, you got a lot of thirst, can't see your baby, because you'll eat that baby.
1: Now, I like how Bella wasn't hungry until Edward was like, you might be hungry. And then she just her throat and it's like oh. <laughs> well,
0: true. she might she might not know what what hunger is the va- yeah the vampire hunger is.
1: Also, we will find this out, and I'm just going to spoil this now because we find out very very quickly when she yeah. goes hunting. Bella has superhuman willpower,
0: super vampire willpower.
1: She goes out on a hunt. She sees a deer, and then she gets distracted by a guy who is rock climbing in sandals.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's free. He's also like free rock climb, like f- no rope,
1: and he's by himself. <laughs> it
0: might be Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible too.
1: And she runs towards him, and then Edward's like, "No, I don't know." Also,
0: it di- I don't know. Di- I maybe it didn't bother you. It bothered me that she didn't change out of her dress,
1: and never did she wear a dress at any other point during this film.
0: No. So no. why didn't
1: she change it? I wish they were in her.
0: They were in her. Well, they're in Carlisle's. Surely they had. She could have borrowed Alice's clothes. clothes or someone.
1: I was bothered if she was going to go running through the woods and go hunting in a dress. Why was she not wearing the white dress that she was wearing when she flashed forwarded and saw herself as a vampire in the previous movies? It's
0: metaphorical. Uh, clearly, that's later on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she. So yeah, they go out. She there. That guy cuts himself, and she's about to attack him. But then Edward's like, "No,"
1: and she's like, "Oh,
0: oh, okay, okay, it's not."
1: <laughs> And uh, she goes to, she's going to attack a deer, but instead she attacks a cougar. This
0: bothers me. So, repeatedly throughout this, I really hoped they would take some time to delve into all the stuff we heard about vampire. Like, hey, just so you know, you will be a monster. It never affects her.
1: because she has super vampire willpower. Yeah, which is. Isn't that convenient? Yeah,
0: it's convenient
1: and boring.
0: Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, so she sees the deer, and the deer's like, oh, a precious deer. And then it's framed in a way where she saves the deer by eating the cougar. So even then, she doesn't have to kill a deer to survive. She
1: doesn't have to take something innocent. She takes the bad guy.
0: Oh, yeah, I got to take the evil cougar. It was going to eat a deer. I eat the cougar because I'm a good person. Or
1: is it a statement about like uh, the hierarchy of animals eating other animals? Oh,
0: you know it's not.
1: <laughs> it, there, then there's it's cougar. Cougar eats deer. Deer eats grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then deer poops on grass, grass grows, deer eats that, the cougar eats deer, vampire eats the cougar, werewolf eats the vampire, vampire also eats, eats the, the werewolf. werewolf, poops on the grass, grass grows, <laughs> wolf eat. Bella eats grass.
1: We have already <laughs> discussed we do not know if vampires poop.
0: We you, you do not know vampires poop. Um... It's, there's a lot of really cool things in here, but every time we get Bella, it's, it's a lot of wish fulfillment.
1: Bella is the best vampire who ever vampired.
0: I hate the term uh, Mary Sue. There's also the the male term Gary Sue. It's used used not as much. The Mary Sue term is used a lot to kind of deride strong female protagonists. Be like, oh, Mary Sue, there's nothing wrong with her. It was used for Rey in um, Star Wars, despite her having flaws. But Bella doesn't have... Flaws.
1: Bella's also not a strong female protagonist. Literally every other female protagonist in this movie, including the baby, has more intrinsic strength than her.
0: And a very infuriating thing is they give her something that could be metaphorically and thematically very strong. Bella, this is sort of spoiling going forward, but that's fine. We're going to jump around. Who cares? It's the last movie. It's Twilight. You watched it. We're freewheeling here, baby. Um... Bella has a power to shield other people. She literally has the power to protect other people. And that would be a cool thematic thing if you wanted to be like, Bella, you thought you were weak, but your power is to protect. Instead, she kind of hates it.
1: Yeah, she doesn't really (laughs) like how it can't help in a fight, despite the fact that it very clearly can help in a fight.
0: Yeah, it's just every time she talks and goes like, oh, it's meant to be a vampire, or oh, too bad my power is just to... Absolutely negate everybody else's power, and I'm not good in a fight. But I'm also the strongest person here.
1: But the fact that Jane can send pain out of her brain, and Bella can block the pain yeah. that Jane is sending.
0: So th- this, <laughs> so what will this eventually become? We'll have to go through some stuff here, but eventually this will become the thing where the Volturi are going to come and get them. And they keep talking about how oh Jane. Jane, Jane can send pain. What are we going to do about Jane? It's like, well, you send Bella at Jane.
1: Because Jane doesn't even know that Bella has a power. And not
0: only, no, well, they do know, actually. They do know that, that Bella can block the pain thing.
1: Well, they know it doesn't work on Bella. They don't know that Bella can extend well, it that's to what, That's what I mean. You, yeah. But,
0: even, but she didn't know that either. That's true. <laughs> the, at the beginning part, just send Bella at Jane. Jane is very bad at fighting. Jane she has d- never
1: had to learn how to fight. <laughs>
0: no, she has not. Okay, before okay, so, we can get to that, though.
1: Jacob comes out of the house, and he's very excited that Bella seems, like, totally normal, except for red eyes. Yeah. Bella does not even try to attack him, mostly because he does not taste okay. delicious. Yeah, they
0: they keep on this this thing where it's like, well, we thought you better test with Jacob first before you see your baby. I'm like, I think, I think werewolves are biologically built to be repulsive to vampires.
1: And I would assume that there is some sort of biological condition inside you where you don't eat your own babies.
0: <laughs> well, the things they don't know.
1: That's true. Honestly, they Never don't has know. a vampire had a baby.
0: Yeah. Uh, th-
1: but Jacob is not a helpful test.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not a helpful test. And that is also a, an interesting thing. But they keep on just being like, oh, he's uses a dog, so he smells bad. And we have really good smells. Like, no, no. It's because he is built... To kill vampires, and so you won't, you don't want to eat the werewolves. Like, they are built for you not to eat them.
1: So then they can get in there. You don't want to use your mouth in a fight with them, which yeah. is one weapon
0: down. Yeah. So, hey, there's some cool world-building stuff.
1: But we're not going to talk about that. No. Instead, Bella's going to walk in to meet Renesmee, and literally- Oh, CGI there's, baby! <laughs> there's a gauntlet of people complimenting her before she meets her baby.
0: Oh, you look so pretty. Oh, you're- <laughs> Bella, you're such you're a so, good
1: vampire.
0: Oh, you're so cool. Oh, yes, yes, she's such a cool vampire. Everyone can agree that she's such a cool vampire.
1: And then CGI baby. Yeah, it got it. Just feels.
0: How is this movie that is core canon stuff feels so fan fiction?
1: Why can't it just be a baby?
0: <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about two different things. Yeah, why can't it just be a baby?
1: I mean, so the baby touches her face and the mm-hmm. baby shares her first memory of seeing her mom, which, which is the process of being born. But
0: <laughs> which I, I see like, that was beautiful. I'm like, oh, no, I don't think it would be.
1: I mean, Bella, she got bitten out of you by Edward and <laughs> then you were emaciated.
0: Yeah, it's not a great look. But apparently, as Edward says, like, why can I read minds? Why can Alice see the future? No one will ever mention Jasper's power again, by the way not a thing um she's gifted so essentially this baby gets to be perfect jesus baby because she both has all the strength of being a vampire and all
1: the strengths of being, being a, a human, human
0: but none of the disadvantages of being a vampire which i don't know what the disadvantages are
1: um, well she doesn't sparkle
0: we don't know that
1: and she has blood
0: she does have blood
1: so she can hang out with her grandpa
0: she does gotta be warm
1: what renesme can do is Is she can touch people's faces, and she can share her thoughts and her memories with them.
0: She can project psychic images, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I imagine she can do it in a way that makes them understand it's the truth. Yes. Like, it's funny, she says she has reverse mind reading, uh, which is a weird ability.
1: It's kind of like a combo of Edward's ability and Bella's, though.
0: (laughs) Really? It's It's more of a reverse of Aro's.
1: No. Well, yeah, I guess R.O. has to touch them.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she can project that. Uh, no one ever <laughs> – what I kept on thinking, whenever this baby touches someone, they go like, oh, my God, I understand this baby now. It's like, what if the baby can mind control people?
1: No one knows. <laughs> to be fair, Carlisle is a little bit like, no one knows what's going on with this baby. Yeah. Bella, no one knows.
0: Uh, but one person knows what's what's up with that baby, and that's Jacob.
1: Jacob feels like Bella has held her own child for <laughs> yeah, too long. Yeah,
0: J- th- this movie has so many people that I feel like are going to steal that baby. Jacob might want to steal that baby. Rosalie might want to steal that baby. Oh, Aro definitely, definitely wants to steal that baby. <laughs> it's true. Everybody wants to steal the baby.
1: Even Bella, who would like to hold her own baby for longer than five minutes, (laughs) Jacob says no.
0: Yeah. Well, this is where Bella essentially figures out that Jacob has uh, imprinted on her.
1: And for once, Bella responds appropriately to a situation.
0: (laughs) And the thing is, is that it's hard to talk about imprinting. I I have come out many times saying that I think imprinting sucks in a lot of different ways that it seems that the authors are unwilling to delve into because they kind of just let this go after this scene
1: and it's kind of like it's kind of awful for the wolf who imprints
0: yeah like okay let's let's take it in world in world it is the idea that you biologically connect to someone it's not your choice
1: and you have to be there for them and if you aren't you're unhappy like i i think he physically can't yeah not support.
0: Yeah, the, th- the thing is like there's no- there's literally nothing he can do. Absolutely nothing other than kill himself presumably. Mm-hmm. Which even that would be he leaving pu- her alone. He
1: probably can't kill himself.
0: Cuz that would leave her alone and that's a thing you could delve into one way or the other uh but then out of world out of the writing of this They don't want to delve into it. They just want to be like, no, no, he imprinted on her. And it's kind of cute.
1: And they kind of, then they can hand wave away the Bella and Jacob argument. It's like Stephanie Meyer saw the people were like, oh, I'm team Jacob. And she was like, no one's supposed to be team Jacob. (laughs) I'm going to make it so that Jacob never loved Bella at all. He was attracted to her because of the child she would one day carry that he would imprint upon.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Because he says that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they say that. They and not only that. They say that's the reason why Bella liked Jacob. Yeah. Is that her uh, the child she wasn't even pregnant with, the child with presumably the like
1: <laughs> the egg inside the, her. The
0: egg inside her <laughs>
1: was like, "Ooh,
0: <laughs> someday this will be a thing." Which says so much more about the imprinting than I ever ever needed needed to know. <laughs> and it's so Gross and weird, but also in the world, it's not his fault,
1: and you got to feel bad for him,
0: yeah, he this movie he pretty much just kind of gets shoved,
1: yeah, he's barely aside. a character,
0: yeah, to the like it's yeah it's not great.
1: they don't delve into it instead. Bella accidentally Sucks. hurts Seth a little bit, yeah. and then she feels very bad and stops being angry.
0: I want to say Edward. Continuing to be the worst part of Just Twilight. Laughs. He's so weirdly creepily into like, huh, look, she's so strong now, guys. Look, I didn't want her to be a vampire, but now
1: she's the best vampire.
0: Him, him, all the way from Twilight One, being this guy who walks up behind Bella as she's like getting her food at the at the uh, the cafeteria and goes, "You shouldn't stay around me." And she's like, "Why? Why are you? He- I'm not. You keep showing up at me." <laughs> It's the same thing now, where he's like, you don't want to be a vampire. Hey, guys, she's a pretty cool vampire, isn't she?
1: The- Edward is happier in this movie than he has been in the rest of the movies combined. Which
0: kind of feels weird. this, they, they, By the way, they will never discuss any downsides about being a vampire again. Being a vampire is just a good thing. Mm. Which makes you wonder, why don't they just turn Charlie into a vampire?
1: Well, we're not going to discuss that. Instead, <laughs> the Cullens come back from... Somewhere. I'm glad you and also Edward were says, confused. Finally. <laughs>
0: well, but Rosalie doesn't go because, of course, she wants to be with the baby. Yeah.
1: And uh, Bella asks where um, Nessie sleeps.
0: Oh, she does not like that name, though.
1: <laughs> she doesn't.
0: Yeah. Oh no, what she likes is Renezme, <laughs> a much better name.
1: <laughs> I really hope when that little girl grows up, she's going to be like, my name is Riri. I like when she shouts,
0: <laughs> "Jacob, <laughs> you named my daughter have to lock this monster to shut back." You combined. Two women's names to make your daughter's name. Mine is at least an actual person's name.
1: Um, the baby only sleeps in people's arms.
0: Yeah, including... <laughs> Rosalie, <laughs> like, where does she sleep? Rosalie goes, my arms. Or Edwards.
1: Then <laughs> <laughs> she goes, or Esme's, I guess. <laughs> or Esme's, I
0: guess. I guess. But her starting with me. <laughs> I
1: know. So it turns out this is Bella's birthday. But
0: as she has to say... I stopped aging three days ago.
1: Well, they don't care because they give her a cottage. I
0: can't get over the amount of like biological essentialism in this movie. Like, Edward is seventeen. It doesn't like like the the it's very clear in the canon lore of the show that Edward is seventeen. All he has all those hundreds of years of experience. Me- yeah don't count. He's 17. That's why it's not creepy with him and Bella. And Bella, well, she's going to be uh, uh, 18. She's going to be 18 forever. And all these people are all going to be... are They're that age.
1: Which... I, I mentioned this to Kevin. I don't understand why the Cullens slash Hales, because Jasper and Rosalie are Hales. Yeah. Because they look alike.
0: No, yeah. they
1: don't. <laughs> um, I don't understand why they have to be teenagers. Their lives would be so much easier if they were... Three married couples in their 20s.
0: Just having roommates.
1: Yeah. And, you know, their cool aunt and uncle, Carlisle and Esme. Like, it, it gets. Why to- they choose. Because let's be real. The difference between a 17 year old and a 22 year old, physically, if yeah. you don't know anything about it.
0: All these people can pull off 22, most because they actually are 22. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I just. I don't understand why they choose to be teenagers.
0: Yeah. They don't describe it well other than.
1: They are teenagers because they were teenagers when they turned.
0: Yeah, which. Come, which it feels like, is that just Carlisle's, like, is that the one doctor thing about Carlisle that's still real old? He's like, no, no, no. Your biological age is the only age that matters. You will, you, that is the age that you are. It gets creepy at times. Especially like,
1: considering I, that Renesmee is... Hmm... <laughs> The, two months old?
0: The biological essentialism will not be attributed to Renezme. They'll be like, oh, no, 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 but her... Oh, no, no, they no, they actually do because they say, oh, well, I mean, yes, we understand the time-wise she's, like, two weeks old, but biologically she's... Uh, A toddler. One. Which means eventually they'll be like, oh... Time-wise, I understand she's seven, but biologically that's an adult. I'm like, that's creepy. <laughs>
1: she only has the experience of being a seven-year-old, although I guess she's a vampire, half vampire. So who knows how her brain develops? <laughs>
0: I'm not. Um, I'm. just. I'm not cool with all this stuff where, where they're like, but biologically is the only thing that matters. None of your experiences matter. It is what your brain chemistry is.
1: Anyway, the movie does not discuss any of this. Instead, they just show us Bella and Edward's super adorable cottage, which is on the Cullen land. Yep. And then we find out that Alice bought Bella a bunch of clothes, which she will never wear. Bella will continue to dress like a hobo, which is fine.
0: (laughs) She's got her style and she's six to it. Good for her.
1: And then they have so much sex and they talk about how, like, the first year that you're a vampire, you have sex forever. (laughs)
0: made this nice little cottage and they're going look this is our room we don't sleep no this is the sex room this is the room we have sex in and
1: then after they have sex bella's like well how can we ever stop having sex we don't have to breathe or eat
0: I do like that Bella... Like, oh my god, the amount that Bella has just won completely. Because Rosie's fine with taking care of that of that kid. Like, they never yeah, have to they deal... They don't with, have
1: to be parents if they don't want to. They
0: don't... And also, that baby will grow up super fast. They don't have to deal with anything of actually having... It's just wish fulfillment. Like, I get to have a child, but I don't have to deal with all the, you know...
1: All the hard things. I
0: just get to have a pretty baby, and I get to have a sex room, and I get... <laughs> and if I don't want to hang out with my kid, which you repeatedly will just be like... And then Rosalie takes you.
1: So, Bella and Edward, at some point, they merge from their sex cottage. <laughs> and they go to visit the Collins. Rosalie is busy holding Renesmee and... Yeah. J- Uh, Jacob is watching it very intently. And Charlie calls. Because Charlie calls twice a day being like, what is going on with my daughter?
0: Yeah. So they they mention that they're going to have to eventually tell him that Bella died. And then they're going to have to leave. Because, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because if they lie and say that Bella died and someone sees her.
0: Yeah. So they're going to leave for like 100 years or so. And then probably come back. Because they got her a house here.
1: And then Jacob's like, what? No.
0: So Jacob makes a call. And... I love this scene that's coming up, except for everything around it.
1: <laughs> it is. This is like the most teenage response to any but, anything that has happened in any of these movies. But I just
0: wish it wasn't based on his imprinting on Res. Because that's the only reason he does it. He doesn't do it because he thinks this would be good Better for friends. Better for Charlie, or that he's scared about himself. He does it because he's like, my imprinting says I must keep the child close.
1: But, I mean, Jacob is still a good person. It is still in character for Jacob to be like, you can't just lie to your dad and say that you're dead.
0: That's why I said, I love this scene that's coming up, except for the reasoning and everything around it. Because he goes to see Charlie, and Charlie's just chopping woods in the forest.
1: And Jacob starts to take his clothes off. (laughs)
0: And and I love how he doesn't leave. like, okay, I understand that I can't explain to you this so instead of me spending any time doing that because let's be clear how do you even broach that he's like look i'm just gonna show you <laughs> boom becomes a wolf <laughs> charlie's like okay
1: <laughs> so then charlie goes to the cullen house
0: and i actually like how they do this because essentially what he has done is that he's shown hey
1: there's charlie, magic in this world magic
0: is real i can't explain to you exactly what's happening with bell or everything's going on just understand Magic is real. And Charlie, because he just wants his daughter, goes, I understand. Magic is real, and there's other things I won't understand, and that's fine. So he goes to see
1: Bella. And he asks Bella a couple oh, – well, before he gets there, we do have a cute <laughs>
0: – We get a cute yeah, – uh, yeah.
1: No, it is cute. We get a cute montage where all of the Collins are trying to teach Bella how to pretend to be human.
0: And I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of them make sense because they're unconscious things. Yeah. They're things about like, hey, you have to now consciously remember to blink because – I guess vampires' eyes don't dry out.
1: Well, they don't have any fluids. They're Basically, dead.
0: That's true. Uh, but they you, will- need,
1: you need to slump.
0: Okay, that one I don't get though. Does being a vampire just make your poise better?
1: Well, I guess um, I because you slump when you're tired, and vampires don't get tired. Uh. Now Bella's pretty sour and petulant, so you yeah. think she would slump anyways? But yeah, like I,
0: I don't know. I I think. I, I think that, that one comes from Rosalie, and I'm like, nah, I, you know what? Bella probably is going to be fine with the whole posture thing.
1: Um, And they put fake they, they put color contacts in her eyes because her eyes are still red. She, yep. They haven't quite turned gold from eating animals the yet. If, ever, if
0: they were gold, they'd probably also put contacts in her eyes.
1: Um, And so Charlie comes up, and Bella mm. refuses to get up because if she does, she'll move way too fast.
0: She's nervous. I mean, I'll give him that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that she's like... Um, she's not being
1: difficult. She, yeah,
0: just-, she just... she's She's... she's you know, she'll have nervous energy, and her nervous energy comes out as super speed.
1: And uh, the rest of the Cullens leave them alone, and mm-hmm. Charlie's like... I mean, he does ask if she turns into an animal, too, and Jacob says she's not cool enough for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we, we get some Charlie and Bella time, and it's it's nice. It's
1: sweet. I mean, yeah. Charlie is still real awkward, and he's still struggling with this, but mm-hmm. he is...
0: They they have this little bit of acting where where they go to hug, and Charlie, without saying anything, he just touches her. And he's like, oh, she's cold. And <laughs> and it's just a nice little moment. It reminds me of how good this actor is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he he gets a lot this uh, movie.
1: Now, Bella essentially lands on, look, you have to trust me. I'll tell you what you need to know. There are things I can't tell you.
0: And they do say the reason they can't tell him everything is because the Volturi are super big about, hey, Humans can't know about vampires. We will meet another new human who knows about vampires. Uh, but I guess the idea is that the Volturi are already looking pretty closely at Bella. Yeah, so, so be-
1: they can't get away with anything. Yeah,
0: like they they can't be like, oh, they probably won't know. They're they're playing a little safe, I yeah. guess. Though Sue knows about vampires.
1: That's true. Sue does know about vampires. So eventually,
0: she'll presumably let him in. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to tell you, and then you both pretend you don't know.
1: Because Sue's kids are Leah and Seth.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to assume that she will eventually tell Charlie. He's like, Charlie, you can't tell Bella that you know she's a vampire. But. But here's what it is. Because then they're all kind of safe that way. They didn't tell him.
1: Yeah, it was just Sue. He
0: just knows. Sue
1: might just tell him, like, the myth of the cold man and the cold woman and be like, <laughs> you understand you what get I'm it, right? saying, right? <laughs>
0: He's like, I don't care. <laughs>
1: So um, part of Jacob's story that he told Charlie was also, oh, yeah, and Bella and Edward adopted a niece.
0: (laughs) He figures out immediately where he's like, oh, that baby, that baby is a CGI baby. CGI baby with your eyes. Uh, You know what? Fine. (laughs) We're just going to let that go.
1: Because you know what? Charlie is, uh, he's very paternalistic. He wants to look after his granddaughter.
0: Uh, we have a, uh, we have some you know scenes go by where like we have like a strength contest between Bella and Emmett. It doesn't really.
1: Emmett's arm muscles though are you know you don't always get to see his arm muscles. They're real big.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's not fun to not see Bella struggle. She never struggles throughout this movie. Wouldn't
1: it be nice if she struggled a little bit in her arm wrestling with Emmett?
0: No, she's stronger than him. And I'll give them that. It's because she's a newborn. newborn. I'm like, don't you do not take away that Emmett is strong. It's the only thing he has He's like if he if she was faster than than Edward's like Edward has he could run fast. Yeah. You don't get it. You get your shield thing. You don't take that away.
1: If she wanted a baby more than Rosalie wanted a baby, (laughs) can't take the thing away. But
0: Aaron, it's been like half an hour. It's also been half an hour in our podcast. uh, (laughs) So so we got to speed up.
1: There's a Bella voiceover. And during the voiceover, Sam and Jacob make up. So now we know that there are still two wolf tribes, but they're buddies.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Because later
1: he says the tribes will support you, so they obviously are still separate tribes. Okay. The Volturi send a gift that they're so happy the Bella's a vampire.
0: CGI baby becomes a CGI child.
1: Um, Edward thinks there's answers in Brazil. He thinks for reasons unknown, Brazil will help them know what to do with this baby. Well,
0: and know that Brazil comes up so much in this movie. I don't know why they decided Brazil is where everything is. Well, Brazil
1: is where they went on their honeymoon and that lady knew about the baby. So because that one lady knew Bella was pregnant. Okay, yeah, but that lady
0: also said it was death. I guess it would have killed her, honestly. That's true. Um, And then we have to, it's, it's now about time to actually figure out what... I don't want to say the conflict because it's not the conflict of this film but what the plot thrust is going to be and that is now we know
1: why Maggie Grace was in the last movie
0: (laughs) because she comes back here they say eventually that she was Oh, they convinced her to come to reconcile with us. I'm like, I didn't realize she was unreconciled. Yeah,
1: she was mad that the wolves were at the wedding, yeah,
0: and her, she, she didn't blow up. She was just kind of mean about it, and then left. Like anyone at a wedding who's had a few drinks, probably would be.
1: Kevin, she was rude, and vampires are not rude at weddings. Anyway,
0: for her to go back, she sees the she sees <laughs> she sees Renesmee <laughs> take a real high jump, and she's like,
1: <laughs> floating in the air.
0: And then immediately goes to the Volturi and is like, they've committed a crime. They've
1: done something unthinkable. And we're like, what? What do you, what
0: well, do you mean? Well, we're going
1: to find out. There is an idyllic scene while Edward plays the piano and Renesmee also kind of plays the piano. But then Alice has a vision.
0: And this vision will lead us into the most exposition.
1: <laughs> so, this is what's up. Irina thinks that Renesmee... Is an immortal children.
0: Is that the immo- the Im- immortal Im- immortalicum that Edward looked up last movie?
1: I think so.
0: Why did he look Okay, okay. I I don't care where it comes from. She says she thinks she's a mortal child, a thing we all know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Bella's like, I don't know what that is. And Carla's like, Oh, well children are adorable. And baby vampires are very beautiful and very very cute. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? How you're starting this out? He's like, but they are also uncontrollable. I'm... you they don't grow up. You can't teach them anything. I
0: don't know of that first thing. Yeah. So this is what goes into more of the biological essentialism. they're I mean, and I guess some of this works yeah, it makes because sense. their
1: brains are frozen. Yeah. Like, their brains have only developed to a certain amount. Yeah.
0: So I will give them. It's fine for the children. Still weird that they're like these. But whatever.
1: So if the children have a temper tantrum, or, you know, get real hungry, (laughs) they can just destroy an entire village. Which
0: I don't... They also seem to treat it like, oh, not only that, they are also maybe stronger than usual. Because it seems like even if the child has a tantrum, it's very easy to be like, okay, but it's a child vampire. (laughs)
1: I guess they're very fast too, and so they could like slip away.
0: I guess I, I guess it's true. Toddlers are hard to get a hold on. <laughs>
1: so they're real slippery.
0: So we get to see a scene of essentially
1: an a adorable ch- little boy who has
0: slaughtered a village.
1: And he's real happy about it. He had a great day. Yeah, I don't really know what he's feeling. <laughs> and then the Volturi come about and they're like, Oh no, <laughs> Jane leads him away, and then a blonde woman comes running and screaming, No, no! My, my child! Baby. And
0: they they do this weird thing here where they do kind of treat it as like, Oh, these horrible Volturi are taking away her baby. And I'm like, No, she took that baby away from someone else and killed it. And made it a vampire. Like, she, it's not the same thing. So
1: immortal children have been outlawed. Like, you cannot make them because they cannot keep vampire secrets and also they decimate villages
0: yeah who would believe a child like, I'm a vampire <laughs> sure you are
1: now unfortunately this woman is the mother
0: of Irina and her sisters yes
1: so um Irina was doubly horrified not only do the Cullens hang out with wolves they're making immortal children and my mother was killed for making an immortal children <laughs> yeah yeah. God, go tell them to our bosses.
0: So cue a little bit more exposition where they're like, "Oh, so now the Volturi are becoming this." Yes, but that means we'll have to fight them or talk to them. But Jane is too strong.
1: So they decide to go get a bunch of their friends because Carlisle has friends everywhere to be witnesses.
0: Yeah, to essentially the idea being that they'll get enough people to prove that Ren- the Renesmee is not, not a problem. A child is not a
1: immortal children. Immortal
0: child, and they'll be like, "Hey." It's not an immoral child, and the Volturi can't. They they clarify that this is all clearly. It's
1: actually, like a power dynamic. Thing.
0: Actually, they don't clarify it now. They don't clarify it till later, but they do say that really this is just Arno having an excuse to kill all the Collins and take Alice, not but, Edward anymore.
1: No, no, he just wants Alice. <laughs> it's but Alice. It is sort of a power play. Like they know that they need enough people who know the Renaissance isn't a problem, so. Um, the Volturi can't make a move without losing support. Basically, it's all yeah. politics.
0: Yeah, it, and it's, it it just does more to show that the Volturi are so not threatening. Because remember, the last movie ended with no. They still have something I want, and then they sat around just, waiting, just being like, presumably something will come up, and then we'll be able to take the next step in our plan. But until then. We won't do anything. And then Irena shows up, and they're like, oh, good. this
1: An excuse. Perfect. An excuse. Perfect.
0: <laughs> so then we get uh, a bunch of road trips, really.
1: But first, Alice and Jasper leave in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Alice and they and leave, leave a note with Sam to give to Bella.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alice and Jasper leave. Then they they keep on being like, oh, why did they leave? Why did they leave? They obviously left for Chekhov's gun reasons.
1: But first, all the road trips. First road trip. Bella and Edward and... And Renezmi and Jacob go to Alaska to get the rest of the Denali.
0: Yep. Uh, this These road trips are pretty awesome. We're going to have to kind of go fast through them. But these road trips are pretty awesome because we get introduced to the fact that these vampire gifts are just X-Men powers. We meet Kate. Kate.
1: So the Denali are slightly less interesting because we met them at the wedding. But Kate, who is the middle sister with the long straight hair. Yeah. Can do electricity.
0: Yeah, she has electrical power. She can, I mean, she can tase people she touches. It's yeah. very clear. She can't She can't project it, but she has super tasers. And she can
1: send it from anywhere on her body, not just her hands.
0: Yeah. We get a hint here that Bella's kind of immune to it uh, because she tases. Because once they see the kid, they're like, ah, vampire <laughs> child. I love how they're all like immediately, ah, like, oh, vampire child. Even though they're always there like... But look at her. She's clearly not a vampire child. Look
1: at, look at the blood in her body. Yeah, so I don't
0: understand why everyone sees her immediately and goes, oh, vampire. Like I said to the jump, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but-
1: Irina made sense, but everyone else. Yeah, she
0: just walks out and like, ah, oh, she's with you. Clearly she's a vampire, though we know he's a wolf.
1: So she could be a wolf too.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway,
1: um, Carlisle and... Is it Carlyle and Nesmi who go to... Yep. Yeah, they go to India.
0: Yeah, they go to India. And we meet Mr. Robot himself, Rami Malik, Benjamin.
1: <laughs> Benjamin can control the elements.
0: He's introduced, I think, oh, he can control water. No, he can control all four classical elements. He, he is so amazingly powerful and played with this weird, like, swagger from Rami. And he has this... Like, desire to do good. And-, and
1: he wants to, like, have new experiences. Because his parents don't want to go to yeah. Seattle. But he's like, no, I want to meet this little girl. I want to
0: see what's going on. I have the ability to control all four elements. <laughs> uh, we do get a little mention here that Bella's power is apparently super self-control.
1: But uh, we'll find out later what it is. Yeah. Then we meet Garrett, who hates the Beatles and also...
0: He hates, you know, he just hates the British. Yeah. He, he fought... In the American Revolution, and that is what his entire character is about. <laughs> he loves America.
1: So Emmett and Rosalie collect him. He's a red-eye. We meet actually, some Irish. Actually,
0: everyone is a red-eye except for the, the ones... The Yeah, the Denalis. Yeah. And we do get introduced by Garrett by him just killing a random dude. Because he's British. And Emmett and Rosalie are like, all right. I don't think he's no. It. Just because he's listening to British music. <laughs> like, we don't even know if he's British well, or not. Well, his
1: character name is British Punk.
0: Well, yeah, but his, but Aaron...
1: <laughs> anyway, then we meet some Irish vampires, then we meet some nomads who are people of no clan, including Jasper's friend Peter, who's yeah. from the war.
0: Yeah. Uh, we meet uh, a pair from the Amazon, one of whom, uh, Zafrina, can create illusions in people's minds, so much that that Edward can't tell if it was, Bella wasn't there, that it's not going on.
1: And that's when we find out that Bella is a shield, because she can't see any of the illusions.
0: Yeah. And the guy who says it just walks him. and goes, oh, you have a shield. And Edward goes, well, oh, the shields I know aren't like you. And I'm like, what do you? So all this time, everybody knew what Bella's thing was. And not only that, she had it before she was a vampire.
1: Well, Alice was psychic before she was a vampire. Was she? Yeah. Interesting. It's in her backstory. So
0: the question that I'm having is, Do all, are all these people magic? And then become a vampire?
1: So where are more humans with magic powers? Yeah, that's the thing. Look,
0: <laughs> so, so did, could, could Benjamin control the elements before he was a vampire?
1: Maybe a little bit? I am. I
0: have to believe that what it is, is that there's a little bit of it, and then once he become a vampire, it escalates on it. Which could be this cool story of these people who are like, oh, they find someone with powers, so they turn into a vampire, so those powers progress.
1: Because, um you can also train your power. So Kate says that she can teach Bella how to make herself a better shield. Yeah,
0: to project her shield, essentially. Um, And that also makes sense, because keep in mind, Bella can... One, Alice can see her, which I guess she's... I guess Alice is not... is not being used on Bella. It's kind of just perceiving around Bella, so maybe that's a loophole.
1: And I bet Bella could choose to put up a wall if she wanted to.
0: Um, but... Uh, Jasper could influence her emotions. Maybe now that she's a vampire, he can't anymore. Now that she knows? I mean, honestly, I don't think it's knows. Because she didn't know Edward could read her mind. That was a natural oh, that's thing. Right. And she didn't know the pain thing. Like, the thing is, that it's all... She didn't even block the shock the first time. That's true. So I think what it, what I'm willing to give them is the possibility that beforehand, Jasper could influence her mind and, like... Or so Jasper could influence her emotions, and she probably could be shocked as well. And mm-hmm. now she's a vampire,
1: and her powers are more powerful.
0: Yeah, I mean the thing is, Jasper has. Con- let's be honest, he's kind of lost that ability. They mentioned it in Eclipse, and then he's busy. <laughs> he's busy.
1: Maybe that's why he, well, I mean, he and Alice went to go get the Chekhov smoking gun, and maybe they needed his powers for that.
0: Uh, Probably. Uh, We also get introduced to Alistair, a character who will be implied to be much more important than he is. We will not talk about Alistair again.
1: Alistair, very shy, loves the attic, doesn't like people.
0: Appear in scenes and make it seem like, oh, he's got something going on. He doesn't. Here's the thing. We spent so long talking about these people, none of them have anything going on. We really, like all of them, though. We They're all really cool. And then we get something that I think is very, very sad.
1: So because so many vampires have come to the calling house... 18,
0: to be specific.
1: The land is like, ah, shit, too many vampires. We, we got to more... get our immune system going. So little boys... Like, 12-year-olds, beca- maybe? Yeah,
0: are just becoming wolves. And, like, we, we see one kid who's just running through the forest, and poof, he becomes a wolf. And, and he looked terrified beforehand. So
1: Jacob is taking all the little guys on himself to teach them.
0: Yeah, which is, like... So sad. Yeah, it's it's nice, and it's the sort of thing, like, like it's also, like, oh, they're bringing all these vampires here, and these boys are never going to become normal again. Like, there's no indication the vampires leave, and they're no longer wolves. Yeah that is just who, what they are now that is their thing but you know you know we don't want to interact with it cuz all these vampires have to be here for some reason
1: cuz the Volturi are coming
0: yeah so he trains them we do uh in this scene meet the russians i was just call them
1: vladimir and stefan and they're just there cuz they hate the Volturi. they were not invited <laughs> no one really wants them there cuz they're real creeps
0: yeah uh we <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of where we get um the the idea of what that was actually going on here, which is that RO is essentially just bringing false testimony.
1: So he forward. brings a bunch of people. Yeah. So then he can be like, oh my god, I see that they're doing this.
0: Yeah, and then he will kill all of them, but there'll always be one that he's like, oh, this person, they repented, and they'll always have gifts, and he'll make them join his guard. And So it's obviously, a, like, a plan, and it's cool.
1: Yeah. And so Edward hears the Russians explain this, and he's like, hmm. So my dad won't ask you guys to fight. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to fight. What if we have to fight? Will you guys fight?
0: Yeah, he d- well, I mean, some of them try to leave. They're like, oh, this is not our concern. And then it's like, well, what if, what if like, he's doing it what to us it now? To you? What if he next he does it to get Benjamin? You know, he's got some pretty sweet powers. Mm. Now, once again, because because Edward is just the worst, he'll do this and be like, you, you know, we have to fight. And they're all like, yeah, yeah. Then he, go- then he turns away and goes, but I don't want to fight. <laughs> Like, well, shut the hell up! <laughs>
1: Why'd you get them all riled up?
0: Weirdo. Uh, we Now we meet Alec, who has paralyzing vapors. Yeah,
1: so Alec is Jane's brother. brother and I guess we must have met him before. But yeah, he sends a black paralyzing <laughs> fog out of his hands. Which
0: can... I'll know, they say paralyzing. It also cuts off your eyes. You can't feel anything. It's just like sensory deprivation fog.
1: So he almost uses it to kill a vampire who... Claims he refused carlisle but it turns out that the voltiri <laughs> know that he's lying. Okay, no, he says like,
0: oh no, I I never, you know, I never would turn on you. And then aro touches his hands like, oh, but Carlisle's still expecting you. I'm like, oh, and he's gonna be a mole inside the. Oh no, he's just dead. Yeah,
1: him dead. Great, great work, voltiri
0: Great scene. Why did this scene exist? Is it more of showing Volt? We get it. The Volturi are mean.
1: Or did they realize they forgot to tell us about Alex, Alex Powers? He doesn't
0: use it in the final fight, though. Like, he has white, the the smoke come out of him, but it doesn't do anything to anybody. Yeah. So he didn't even need to have that. <sighs> okay. Um. Okay.
1: So Kate teaches Bella how to expand her shield. She uses yeah. Edward as motivation. Also, Garrett's there, and Garrett loves Kate. Yeah. And Alistair's there, too, for reasons unknown. Um.
0: So some we we get some stuff, but I think that we have to move forward to Bella meets uh, gets a clue from uh, Alice essentially. Yeah,
1: and so Bella goes into Seattle. She does like some wheeling and dealing, and we find out that she meets um, with
0: Jay Jenks.
1: And Jay Jenks is a man who gets things done.
0: He's been working with uh, Jasper and Alice, and for before that, just Jasper. His partner with just Jasper
1: for twenty years with Jasper and Alice, and for like. 35 years, his partner worked with just Jasper. It seems
0: mostly like it's Jasper. Like, Jasper. Because yeah. he keeps on mentioning Jasper, but they're kind of a pair, a unit. And so he got the order. And the order was two passports.
1: For Renezme and Jacob, so they can get out of the country if... So I on and so forth. don't...
0: Get, and this gets a lot of ennui into uh, Bella. She's like, uh, Alice's uh, vision's true. Renezme will be fine. So... We'll, I guess we'll we'll use his passport to get Renesmee and Jacob out. But I'm like, but wasn't Renesmee the one they were coming for?
1: I think they've now. I think Alice knew all along it was a scam.
0: Yeah, I I guess that's the idea. But it's it's weird that is that even they're like, oh, but Bella and Edward can't go. Like, here's the thing. if they're going to go on the run, Bella and Edward putting two more people on the run isn't going to make it any worse. It's weird that they're like, Oh, those two can't go.
1: We do know that Bella's scent is tantalizing, although now that she's a vampire, she's a vampire is it? I don't know. Mm. Um also Dimitri, who is someone who we didn't see a lot before, but we see Dimitri a lot this movie. He's the Vol- the Blonde Voltiri. Sure. Um Dimitri is like a super tracker. Okay. So I guess they're thinking... But then, but
0: then it then it still doesn't matter. I guess
1: they're thinking that they can get Renesmee away before the Volturi <laughs> they, see her, which they don't do. Oh, yeah.
0: They, they, they get these things, and then it really seems like, oh, they're going to go with this route. And then they just don't do it.
1: So um, we have a really sweet short scene. It's Christmas at Charlie's, and Bella took a trick from the old Edward book, which is to give charlie a trip to get him out of town yeah <laughs> but she worked with sue sue got him time off work and they're going fishing and charlie is really excited about it sue knows her trout
0: yeah yeah uh so yeah so christmas goes by we get a little bit of the
1: the uh, snow is sticking and that means the are coming because that's the
0: way that alice phrased it uh we get a little bit more of the vampires I really don't the thing is I like these vampire scenes but in the end none of them mean anything it's so. so cute
1: they're sitting around the fire and Jacob is bonding with Benjamin and then everyone just starts telling war stories about like historical wars yeah
0: and mostly so Edward can be like all these people are putting themselves in danger because I fell in love with a human and I'm like that's not the
1: reason this is happening it's because ro like, wants alice and came up with an excuse
0: yeah I, I, I just love this idea of being like you are actually so inconsequential to this he would have found another reason because he doesn't even want you edward you used to say he does he doesn't care about you Edward. he cares about alice this book made you not a character anymore
1: Something that's super interesting would be a more interesting movie than this movie is we find out that the Russians used to be the leaders of the vampire. Yeah. But they sat for too long and contemplated their own vampireness and then they started petrifying. And well, then the Volturi came took it, over.
0: Petrifying, blah, 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 blah. Not, not, not literally petrifying. Yeah, like
1: they were turning to stone. I don't
0: think so. Yeah. No. No, I think that's a metaphor, Aaron.
1: I read the books. Oh, Aaron, we can't use the books. Anyway, I just think that's a really interesting historical tale. Aaron,
0: everything's more interesting than what actually goes on. Because now we are in. The battlefield.
1: All of the characters have teamed up with the people they're in love with, and they're standing in clumps across the battlefield. It's very picturesque. I don't know
0: why they're in groups. And the Volturi arrive. There's
1: a lot of Volturi. A lot. Yeah,
0: a lot of witnesses. And now we begin what I will call the flailing. (laughs) Because I will come up there and be like, oh, well... The, 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 that's the uh, immortal child. Then Edward goes up and is like, nope, take my hand. And Arlo reads like, hmm, well, uh, may I please meet that child? May I meet the child?
1: And <laughs> Meets, then Resby the like, comes up and is like, let me put my thoughts in your head.
0: He's like, mm, okay. Uh, oh, I know. Let's kill Irina.
1: So they, kill irena for lying to them
0: yep and then which makes her her sisters almost run in and
1: and then Carlos kill. like whoa if <laughs> you attack they're going to attack us this
0: is clearly the the play uh this is clearly what they're trying what they're trying to do and like oh okay and then they don't and arlo goes damn it um <laughs> <laughs> hmm okay uh, Gene, uh just
1: attack edward <laughs> yeah i don't I like how
0: that like what what did you think that would do like, everyone knows Jane has the pain powers. Like, what is, what was his thing there? Like, oh, I don't know why Edward suddenly just started <laughs>
1: he hurting. Just and then
0: they attacked us wild. But then Bella uses the shield. And to he just- shield everyone. And Aro, who has no plan, who is so incompetent, and just like,
1: oh. So his new plan is, <laughs> well, that's not an immortal child, but, uh. Humans are pretty dangerous these days. <laughs> <This is> speech. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, oh human there are real dangers, and like we, we have to trust in what is known. And it feels like this might be a theme, except for it's not.
1: So essentially Renesmi must die because she is unknown. What if she tells humans about I don't know.
0: Yeah, well here's the thing that I'll say. Except for, because they like clearly this entire movie, because there's so much uh, not movie, this series, because there's so much wish fulfillment. Of course, Bella had to become a vampire. But this scene would work better, better if Bella was a human.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this entire thing of her being like, oh, I'm half human, half vampire. All of this talk of Runezme of being of two worlds would work so much better if Bella was a human. Because th- even then, Aro could be like...
1: Her mother is a human. Yeah.
0: Th- sh- th- that is the human world. Like, like <laughs> I know his thing is, obviously, he's lying there. He's He's doing a lot of like pontificating to get everyone
1: riled up riled
0: up, so they're like, Oh, like, we have to do it.
1: So anyway, nothing really comes of his pontificating because, because it runs and Alice and Jasper. Yeah. Um they do get blocked by a guard.
0: <laughs> I do like how so <laughs> the idea is this entire fight becomes this thing where it's like, okay, Aro's looking for a reason to fight, we're looking for a reason not to fight, but they keep on having to show it to Aro. <laughs>
1: You'd think they could show it to one of the other.
0: <laughs> but Aro's the only one who can read minds, so it's gotta be Aro. But
1: Renesmi can force her thoughts onto anyone. She could touch Caius. Yeah. I don't think she needs to touch Marcus, because Marcus seems really into her. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, then Alice <laughs> touches him and goes, none of this matters. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Because she wants to say, like, Renesmi isn't a risk. Let me show you. And then she's yeah. like, wait a second just making excuses. We can say anything. You're just going to fight us.
0: Something that we knew definitely from the start. I guess she didn't know. She just got there.
1: So um, Bella puts Renesmi on Jacob's back and he runs (laughs) away with her. (laughs) Alice
0: turns around and goes, now. (laughs) And then time will continue as Alice has the time to kick uh, Aro and then big fight happens. I mean, the first thing is Carlisle.
1: Carlisle throws himself at Aro and Aro... Full stop rips Carlisle's head off.
0: And then cue kind of the fight from Civil War as these two groups run at each other. There is a lot of decapitation going on. I do
1: like um, only the mini Voltairis and the back of fight. The main ones just kind of stand there. And we see things like um, Dimitri kills Jasper.
0: (laughs) Dimitri does kill Jasper.
1: Then Emmett kills Alec. Yeah. And then some guy chases Jacob and Renezmi, and I think he's supposed to be important, but he's Aaron, a no one.
0: Aaron, no, Aaron, you can say all these names, even the vampires who we met, all the cool ones. Nothing matters.
1: But Jane and Felix kill Seth. Yeah. And then Leah tells Jacob with her mind.
0: Aaron, the problem is, is that I don't know who any of these wolves are because they just I I have do not understand their looks enough to know who is who. There's
1: only four that you need to know who they are. <laughs> but- Jacob. <laughs> Leah's the silver one, mm-hmm. Seth is the little one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Se- Sam is the black one, and then there's a bunch of others.
0: Yeah. The the thing is, like, it's a really cool fight scene, and you get, like, you get Benjamin cracking- Making a
1: chasm?
0: Cracking the earth in half down to lava. Like, he punches the ground and earth bends, essentially, and that's wild. There's a lot of cool fights here. Emma gets to be big, strong, and, and you know, uh- Um,
1: Leah dies to save Esme.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh- Jacob gets a very sad moment there where – so they have this thing where Seth dies and and he tells Jacob, I guess. Um, and Jacob literally can't turn back.
1: No, he gets momentarily distracted and yeah. filled with sorrow, but he needs to save this little girl Be- because of
0: – Because of imprinting. Because of not, imprinting. Not because he cares, really. I mean, he does, but because of biological imperative. This is actually something that I ha- like extrapolated out to a very heartbreaking thing. But Seth, who he emotionally connected with, not because of imprinting.
1: Because he loves that boy. He
0: cannot go back. He, his body will not let him turn around and go back. He just runs, and that's the last we see of him, really.
1: And then it gets to the point where finally the main um, the main Volturi enter the fight. Caius enters. He immediately gets pulled apart by the Denalis. Caius is the blonde one. Yeah. Marcus. I
0: called him Nerd Volturi because he is the... It's just a nerd.
1: The sad Volturi Marcus. Chris,
0: Christopher Hiredale is just like, finally! And
1: he gets ripped apart by the Russians, and he's <laughs> he like, yes! He doesn't even fight at
0: all! And that's is why he's my favorite! He's so uninterested with being alive! He's just like, finally, someone's going to kill me! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Bella and Edward team up, and they kill Aro. It takes a lot of work, but they rip that guy's head off.
0: Yeah. And then it reveals that it was all just... Uh, fake. It was so Alice.
1: This was for nothing. Alice had a vision of what would happen if Aro wouldn't let it go. Yeah, and
0: Aro would die.
1: And Aro's like, oh, not today, son.
0: And it's just I hate it a lot. And But in, in the same way, it's like, why didn't more of them die then? Honestly...
1: Why didn't we kill Bella or Edward in that vision? I, I th- because Bella and Edward don't even see it. The only people yeah. who see it are Alice and Aro. So kill one of our actual main heroes. So it was a fight that was literally just looked cool. And it did look cool.
0: It didn't mean anything. There weren't any good big moments in there other than other than really Seth dying and uh
1: and Leah dying to save Esme.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> that also kind of just sort of went by. I feel like that should have been with someone else. I don't know who cuz Leah and Esme Were- I'm not sure if they t- I mean, I mean,
1: Esme offered Leah a sandwich last movie, and, and Leah we, did not take that sandwich. Well, I
0: guess that is the accumulation of that of that relationship. Like, oh, I I would not take her sandwich, but I did save her life.
1: Maybe they should have killed all of the Collins. Kill all of the Collins. Yeah.
0: What What it should have been is like so. The idea is that she shows him this vision, and, and Arrows like, oh my god, I'm going to die, and like, no. What it should have been is you do this, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Like. You, you it's, it's not just we beat you and we lose Carlisle. It's that you do this every single, because Alice could have decided, you know what? Ja- I guess Jasper's, I keep forgetting, because his death was just, it was so quick, I guess. It was
1: at the beginning, too. Yeah. Like...
0: Um, and also, he was such a nothing, this movie. I don't think he had it's any lines. I don't... I don't
1: know if he did. He he must have had a line where he was like, Bella, what a beautiful vampire you are.
0: Mm, Aaron, I can't be 100% sure he did. <laughs> Anyway, so it was a cool scene. We got to see the punch, but none of it mattered. And I don't like false climaxes.
1: Well, because we're going to get to the real climax right away here. And basically what <laughs> happened is Aro's like, hmm, no oh. murder today. And then, and then, ner- then Cai-
0: <laughs> nerd Nerd Volturi is like, hold on, you gave a speech that really made me feel something. That child is a threat. I don't know if Caius and... Uh, marcus yeah marcus are actually in on the whole scheme i do think aro just turned around and gave this speech and caius the nerd is just (laughs) like but but you said
1: and then marcus is like but what if she can be concealed because marcus loves that baby oh
0: god marcus is like what do i have to say to (laughs) To make make me die Really, he's the one who lost the most. He doesn't get to die. It's
1: true. And he wanted to so... Finally! but Anyway.
0: They they say, like, what if we conceal her from the human world? And for some reason, Ara was like, how is that possible? And
1: then some man in sandals walks through the snow, some man that they have never seen before, which means obviously someone can be concealed because no one's ever seen this man before. Well,
0: not only that, them being like, how are we going to conceal her? You conceal the entire vampire... What do you mean, how do we conceal one person? She even looks more like a human than you do. She's the easiest to conceal. Well,
1: I guess it's because he made the speech and people are like, but we believed you
0: but they were very obvious that they just want to conceal him from the human world that's right yeah uh, anyway this guy comes up he's from brazil as everybody is
1: and he has been so well concealed that no one knew about him yeah. i guess except for alice so his I, I name I assume is, she
0: saw this in her future vision and went to go
1: his name is nahul or yeah. something like that and his mother was a va- his mother was seduced by a vampire and died in childbirth
0: and then he turned his aunt.
1: He was raised by his aunt, who he then turned into a vampire. I assume because she was like, well, I don't want to (laughs) die.
0: And she also is... I love how few vampires are actually vegetarians. (laughs) Every vampire we meet... Is just a normal vampire. I
1: wonder if they didn't know that they could be vegetarians until Carlisle became one, and then he like started slowly teaching people.
0: I don't know. A lot of them just seem real cool about just still being vampires, which is why it's so weird. There's no debate over. It's like, oh yeah, they kill humans. It's cool. We don't care. Whatever.
1: So, um, they have a lot of questions about this guy because he's like Renesmi except grown up and a man. Yeah. Questions like, how old are you? 150 or something.
0: (laughs) But when did you mature, ass Aro?
1: At the age of seven.
0: I was fully grown after seven years. You hear that, Jacob?
1: Seven years, sir. Seven
0: years. Then it won't be creepy. It'll still be creepy.
1: And then one of them asks, but what do you eat? And he's like, whatever I want. Blood, human food. I eat what I want. (laughs) And then Marcus goes, this child is like us. Yeah. (laughs) What? What? You, huh?
0: You can't do that. What? What? What did you, Mark, Marcus? <laughs> Marcus, did you zone out? Marcus, buddy, you gotta pay attention. Did
1: you listen to what he said? Because none of it is like you.
0: Hmm? Why are we in a field? Where? Where are my slippers? We're in an old folks' home. <laughs>
1: So Aro, at this point, has lost any argument he could have. And well, he also, doesn't, he doesn't want to die he today. Want,
0: essentially, he, this this moment here was so that Caius would stop <laughs> being a weirdo and be like, But you said...
1: <laughs> I guess maybe Alice didn't know that she'd have a vision of how the fight would go, I guess. <laughs> Once again... She was just, like, I gotta prepare for every every inevitability. Just like, Aro and the Volturi are so
0: not threatening. They show up, fail immediately, have no backup plans, and Aro is just coming up with whatever comes in mind. They give him four failures. <laughs> Even the fight, they get obliterated and the other side only loses four, which I guess sucks. But they're
1: important thematically, but like But
0: if you want to look at it as like, oh, the great battle all of the Volturi die. All
1: of the big Volturi and all of the little ones. Yeah,
0: it's like, there's nothing else there. Uh, <laughs> and then after it's done, he's just like, okay, well, bye. And they all go, zoom away. But
1: then, RO turns around and is like, maybe someday.
0: Alice, Bella, maybe CGI, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See you soon.
0: Goodbye.
1: Um, Benjamin, or sorry, the Russians, still want to fight because... He's definitely coming back. They
0: set up for a future plot line that's much more cool. He's like, you're all fools. Can you not see that the Volturi will return? And I'm like, cool. Now you got the as villains, but also these Russians are like half antagonists. Yeah, They definitely are on your side, but they want to cause some chaos.
1: But instead, all the visitors will leave. (laughs) We do have a scene where Jasper says goodbye to his friend Peter, but like no one actually says anything
0: yeah no all all of the cool vampires will now leave because they didn't matter and then all i'm thinking about is like well it doesn't feel like anything got resolved the volturi aren't defeated they're just just like at the end of uh new moon new new moon uh and eclipse eclipse. they're just sort of like all right you go away now Um and the only the only time we get that actually hey actually is over is that Alice has a vision of the future,
1: which is of Jacob dating Renezmi.
0: Aaron. Alice had a vision of the fight, and there's wolves in that fight.
1: That's true.
0: We hey, got to move on.
1: <laughs> um, we also have I'll tell you what's resolved. Yeah. Edward is glad. That Renesmee has Jacob. And then Jacob says, should I call you dad now?
0: And he ruins everything. And
1: Edward says, no.
0: It's notable that Jacob is the only one in that group of four who will grow old and die.
1: Could take a long time, though. Who knows how wolves age?
0: They seem to age naturally. No, but the
1: parents, like um, Harry and Billy. Billy? Billy Black, yeah. Harry and Billy. And whoever the other dad is didn't become wolves because they didn't have to. Well,
0: I know, but Jacob will age normally.
1: But will he or will he age slowly because he became a wolf?
0: Aaron, there is no indication that their aging changes.
1: Anyway, we go back to the meadow and we learn that as a part of Bella's shield powers, she can share her memories. Oh,
0: no, I actually do like this. Bella, because of her training, has learned to drop the shield, which you think metaphorically in a romance could be like, oh, Oh. she's had a shield up all this time and she's learned that she can drop it. Unfortunately, that theme does not fit. Anywhere else in this? Because she's never
1: had a wall up between she's never herself had a and Edward. Before.
0: This could be something that was really deep. Instead, they just use a song to trick you into thinking it's deep. It's but a it is montage, go- and it here's the thing: it actually is a very sweet montage. Th- this series is a lot like a Zack Snyder film. It's very good moments. Mm. There are moments, and you're like, man. This montage is very sweet. The song plays, the images, it's all about this person literally who has this power to not to have a shield up, drop a shield for the person that they care about. That is all very sweet. Then you zoom out.
1: (laughs) And then she follows it up by saying, now you know, nobody's ever loved anybody as much as I love you. I'm
0: like, "Ah, okay.
1: I mean, I'm just going to point out... (laughs) Edward said earlier in the movie that when Emmett and Rosalie got together, you couldn't be near them for five years. (laughs) So I think they love each other more than you guys do. I (sighs) Rosalie carried Emmett's dying body over, like, kilometers and kilometers because she didn't trust herself to turn him and she needed Carlisle to do it. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is that
0: (laughs) Edward and Bella's relationship... All of the conflict in it either it was not really a conflict or just based on their codependency and there's nothing nothing has ever stood in the way of them, really.
1: Alice foresaw Jasper in a vision and knew where to be so she could meet him so she could teach him the ways of being a vegetarian vampire
0: and that's kind of what I want to get with like so we'll end here. And we have this montage of, like, all of like, all the guest-starring characters. It's literally
1: every <laughs> single character in all of the movies. They show both the Victorias. How did they have this much time and
0: yet not do enough with it? Uh, so, anyway, it goes, it, goes, it goes through all of, all of this. It's all very sweet. Um, <laughs> I can't remember where I was going anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it has their romance, and this is, ostensibly, as I keep saying, and keep having to remind myself, it is a romance. So, obviously, it follows different tropes. But as a romance, it doesn't feel...
1: They didn't overcome anything. They didn't
0: overcome anything. Here's the, here's the problem. The stuff they overcame was not romantic stuff. They overcame fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... So
1: <laughs> at no point did either of them like betray each other, even betray. Like, because a standard trope of romance is yeah. you meet, you build a relationship, then we find out the one pe- one person has been keeping a secret. Yeah, and they could have been keeping the secret for a good reason, but, but- essentially there's <laughs> some sense of betrayal in there, and then they break apart.
0: Yeah, but even even in the first film, like the secret was I'm a vampire. Then he reveals it, and she goes,
1: "Okay," and that was like. <laughs> not even the climax of the movie. It was like...
0: No. And then the climax was, oh, another vampire, Shawnee, get you. Like, the, the the all of the tension comes from other elements than the romance. So how can you say this is a
1: romance? It's not. It's a fantasy story where two people happen to fall in love. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantasy story the same way that Lord of the Rings is a fantasy story, yeah. because Sam and Frodo celebrate their love. <gasps> So, Aaron, Yes, Kevin. Throughout
0: this movie, did you find yourself a twilight moment? Did
1: I find a twilight moment? Did I find a moment where the story just didn't follow through on its potential? (laughs) Yeah. I pick Kate and Garrett's romance because I got oddly invested in the, like, 37 seconds they gave to me. Mm -hmm. For some reason before the battle, they give him a line where he says, Woman, if we survive this, I'll follow you anywhere. Yeah. And she says... (laughs) Now you tell me. And then when she tries to attack the Volturi, he's the one that grabs her, and she is shocking him, and he's holding holding on. And we
0: have proven that that her shocks are rough.
1: Because she does them to Edward to make Bella do her shielding. She does them to
0: Garrett to kind of like, because he's like, maybe your shocks are, maybe it's just, it's all exaggerated. And then she does it to him he's like, ow!
1: Like, that is so cool. That is such an interesting thing. And I mean, I guess I appreciate that they put some of it in there, but give me more. I know
0: the joke is, this is a better love story than Twilight. But every love story in Twilight, other than the Twilight love story, is a better love story than Twilight.
1: This (laughs) is such an interesting like, a book from their perspective where They come together to help support their friend Carlisle in a battle. She sees her sister die in front of her and he has to stop her bloodthirstiness. That is the stuff of epic romance. I mean, obviously that wouldn't
0: be the beginning of it, but that would be the The climax climax of it. Or just before the climax, because actually nothing happens because they just see a woman walk up and touch the hands and he's like, Okay, we're done.
1: No, the he kills um Irena in real life.
0: No, no, no. But I mean after that.
1: Oh yeah, after that. Then they have to like yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh did you find the twilight moment?
0: Um I did and it's going to be Alistair, a character who is introduced with such gusto and such like he he, he has a lot of what I'm going to call Edward energy to the point that you thought, like, oh, is, sh- is Bella going to, like, be like, oh, maybe I have feelings for Alistair? He even
1: has a scene with Bella that we didn't talk about because it was inconse- inconsequential. Because
0: everything he is is inconsequential. He doesn't even have a gift.
1: He doesn't even come to the battle. I
0: think he does. No,
1: he doesn't. He leaves.
0: Oh, right. Because Bella's, like, packing up the money for Renesmee and Jacob. And then he's just, like, I guess sees it and... Maybe he just assumes, oh, you're not in this battle either, and then he leaves?
1: He's too afraid to stand up to the Volturi, but he doesn't want to betray Carlisle, so rather than, like, switching sides, he just leaves.
0: I guess. is Well, it's
1: <laughs> he clearly laid out in the book.
0: Yeah, well, it's not in this. <laughs> no,
1: it's not. In fact, you would believe that he was there at the battle, because he just seems to be like, huh. Because <laughs> they're all shown <laughs> from far
0: away. Um But even... I, then I do an honorable mention for Garrett, who even though he does have that great thing with Kate, he's introduced by Bella being like, we've got help from the most unexpected <laughs> of places. And it's Garrett. And I'm like, what's... I, I what, guess What's
1: unexpected a, about I him? I guess it's
0: because he's a normal vampire. But before that, they're all normal vampires. Except for the
1: Denali's.
0: Yeah. Which they don't get into the fact that they do just bring... They're like, oh, well, they agreed not to hunt here. I'm like, y- it's weird that you're all so chill... Like, they do really treat – they do really treat the vegetarian vampires like vegetarians, where they're like – where they don't seem to actually have any moral reason to – I mean, they do have a moral
1: reason. (laughs) They have a very moral reason, but they don't – well, I wonder – and again, this would be a more interesting other story – if these vegetarian vampires – like, people stopped hanging out with him because they were too preachy about being vegetarians. Yeah, like like, (laughs) – So they're like, we gotta tone it down, guys. (laughs) Like,
0: the term vegetarian really works for them because – they do kind of see it as a preference in a way, where they're like, oh, they're, they, they kill humans, but we're... And you could do something with that. I don't know what, but you could, and they don't.
1: Because this is Twilight, and do we ever tell the story that we should tell? No, we tell the story we want to tell.
0: Aaron, before we wrap up, I, I had this thought as I was watching this movie, and I wanted to see what you thought about it. Aaron, what is the conflict... Of this film.
1: The conflict of this film is that your bosses are coming over for dinner.
0: Uh, the conflict of this film is Edward and Bella are worried that Renesmee is going to grow old. Because the resolution is they learn Renes- Renesmee will age for seven years and then be immortal like them. And that is...
1: They are concerned that she's going to have, like... They they
0: mention at one point, they're like... Jack syndrome. Yeah, they mention, like, oh, she's aging so fast. We don't know how much time we'll have with her. And then the resolution is not the big fight and not defeating the Volturi. Because the Volturi are not defeated.
1: They just... They just
0: leave. And then... But but this is what I said. When Aro says, how long... when, When did you reach age? And they're all like... When, like, how long are you old? Like, how long are you age for? Or how old are you? That was what they wanted. They didn't care about any of this. They just want to be like, but do, is Renesmee going to...
1: But to be fair, Bella is the one who says, how old are you? And when he says, I'm 150, she's like, oh, okay.
0: I didn't mean to bring up the Aro thing. I meant, like, Aro and them all. The reason we have the scene where they're all just asking him questions is because that's the climax. The climax is... Will Renesmee age – will Renesmee be immortal like us? But they don't set that up as the concern.
1: Well, that's because this is a one book made into two movies. And if this was one book made into one movie, then I think the central conceit would be, oh, no, our bosses are coming over for dinner. What's (laughs) going to happen? Yeah. And then all these things would be side stories.
0: Yeah. But the the problem is that, like, the the only victory that Bella and Edward have is, hey – Our child is going to be, we're going to be an immortal family. Our
1: child's not going to die horribly very too soon. Yeah, but
0: it's so infuriating that that is the conflict of the movie, but they don't treat it like the conflict of the movie. I will, I'll give them this though. I don't think that's a great conflict of the movie. Is them, like, I mean, I guess they would have, they would have said more time of them being like, we need to learn what she is. Which they kind of, do but really they don't really care what she is. They just care that the Volturi are going to come because they don't know what she is.
1: Really, this is the problem with splitting one story into two stories.
0: I mean, I feel like they could have done it, but they they both want to focus on the other vampires, but don't care about them at all. I don't know. That's that's why I say this movie is both my favorite Twilight movie and the worst Twilight movie.
1: It's a full fantasy, but unfortunately, Twilight is layered over top of it.
0: Yeah. 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 But hey, that is is Twilight. The thousand years have been completed, and now we just have, as I say in Twilight, forever.
1: So next week, join us as we watch The Host, which is the other Stephanie Meyer movie. (laughs)
0: Stephanie Meyer's follow-up, The Host. You remember how this one is vampires but sexy? The Host is body snatchers. But sexy. But until then, you can get at us. We're on social media.
1: Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. We are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, and we are at gmail.com.
0: You can, you know, like us, follow us, come back for us to watch the host.
1: Do the things on your social media platforms and also on your podcatcher platforms. Let people know about us. We watch these movies for you. (laughs) Now give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions for us.
0: And bless Mr. Robot. See you next week.